right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. But today on the show, it's not an episode of Piecing It Together. What I'm actually doing is resharing a conversation I had over on LA Podfidential with host Chauncey Talese, who's been here on Piecing It Together a bunch of times in the past. We took a look forward to some movies coming in 2024. This is our conversation about the most anticipated movies of 2024. We get into a bunch of great stuff. We've done this a few times in the past. We did one for the fall. We did one for 2023 in general. And we're back to talk about what we are looking forward to in this new year of movies. I'm sure we'll end up covering a bunch of these movies on the show throughout the year. We have a fun conversation. So that is coming up here in a second. Again, this is actually an episode of LA Podfidential, not an episode of Piecing It Together. So if you like what you hear, go check out LA Podfidential. Give them a follow, a subscribe. You can find them wherever you listen to piecing it together you can find them on all the socials all that stuff too there will be a link down in the show notes and with that said let's get to this conversation from la pod fidential about our most anticipated movies of 2024 welcome back to another episode of la pod fidential my name is chauncey talese and i'm and i write for the uh, playoff and la rams at lafbnetwork.com it's a fantastic website like and subscribe we are brought to you by our friends underdog fantasy your number one source for daily fantasy use code la pod for up to and up to a hundred dollars off your first deposit anyway we have a very special episode it's the end of the year of course um and that means 2024 is around the corner and it wouldn't be 2024 yet without our good friend dave rosen from piecing it together to preview our top anticipated 2024 movies david how are you doing I'm great. I'm looking forward to yet another awesome movie year. I know. We, this is a fantastic movie year. Like, a beyond fantastic movie year. It it really has been. And, like, one thing I was thinking, though, like, there's not a lot of five stars. That's the only thing. Like, there's mm-hmm. been so many four-star movies, which are great. Don't get me wrong. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited about four-star movies. Not a lot of five-star movies, so we'll see how 2024 is for that. But it's been a great year, no matter what. I mean, I'm behind in a lot of stuff, so like I'm just gonna uh, smile and nod. Like I'm, there's like a bunch. Like I still haven't, I still haven't seen Fire Moon. I still haven't seen like Iron Claw. I still haven't seen Poor Things. There's like a ton of stuff on my list that I just, I'm like, I'm gonna have to wait for streaming because there's no way I'm getting to a theater for it because life. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, and, and they, they backload it so much. It's like ridiculous. Mm. Like I did my yeah. best. The last thing I saw in theaters was Next Goal Wins, which was on my list for last year. So like that was a, an accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. To a very I, which, I, which I haven't seen, by the way. <laughs> you know, um, it's a for me, it's like a three star. It's like it's good, but like should be way better. Like yeah, you, and yeah, you can sure. see in if you know, you know, like where like the stuff's edited around. You're like, oh, okay, I can see where this was, this movie was recut a lot. Yeah, and sure. I like there's a better sports movie here, and it, it just never gets there. But it's it's charming. Like the cast is very charming. Right on, right on. Anyway, sorry. Um, no, but yeah, this is we don't we don't have a COVID year. We have a couple movie movies that are punted to the strike, but like other than that, like we have a kind of a full boat this year, which is nice. Yeah, that's true. That's actually a really good point because, like, yeah, I mean, we were still dealing with the after effects of the pandemic, and then we had the strikes and. This year, it's kind of like this upcoming year. There, there's just going to be a constant stream of stuff. It seems like it's a big reset. There's a lot of stuff we don't know that's coming out. Like Tarantino's movie might be for at the end of the year, but I didn't include that because I'm like I'm not sure yet because there wasn't sure. even a cast announced or he's that he's not shooting it yet. So I don't know. 
It's yeah, listed as I, 2024, I, but shrug. I, for the most part, only picked things that are like for sure, for sure coming out, <laughs> you know, barring any kind of weird shit. But yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm like, okay, if it has a set the theatrical date, then I'm going to put it on here. Everything else is speculative until we know further. And it could be on the, it could be at our second, uh, like our end of the year, or what's it, the back half of the year list. So there yeah, we go. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, before we begin, do you have any honorable mentions you'd like to make? Like what didn't make the cut? So two of them. Uh, first of all, I didn't want to include it because I think it's been on my last two of these lists that we've done. Uh, but Jeff Nichols, the bike rider still is not That's out. Um, yeah, it's coming in June, allegedly, uh, unless something delays it yet oh. again. Focus um, said it's coming in June. I trust focus. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they'll, they'll do it right. I mean, it really sucks that it kept getting pushed around, but we'll see. I'm excited for it. Um, the other honorable mention that I didn't want to include on my list because it's coming out in just a couple of weeks. It's at the very beginning of January, the beekeeper. Um, this is oh. the new Jason Statham movie, uh, directed by David Ayer, who I'm not really a big David Ayer fan. I'm not even really a huge Jason Statham fan. Like I, I like some of his stuff, but not all of it, but I think this movie looks dialed in to the exact kind of ridiculous that I want out of a Jason Statham movie. And I'm so excited for it. And I haven't announced this anywhere yet, but it will be our next live show of piecing it together. So I'm Ooh. super excited to do this one. That's a very appropriate live show. What now yes. for our listeners? What's the premise of this? Okay, so the premise of the beekeeper is that uh, th this company that is basically a phishing scam company, uh, they steal the wrong old woman's money. Uh, she kills herself, I believe, because all of her money is gone. And she was mm -hmm. really good friends with Jason Statham, who's just a, a lowly beekeeper, or is he? Um, and mm -hmm. he is going to, according to this trailer, is going to take out an entire company that is just their whole thing is fishing and stealing money from unsuspecting people. So um, if anybody deserves to get just absolutely obliterated by a bald guy, it's uh, fishing scam people. You know, this is also the exact kind of thing David Ayer should be doing. Like, I know he has higher ambitions, as was seen with, like, Fury and Suicide Squad. But, like, this is the exact mode he should be working in. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yes. that's, that's, like, End of Watch was, the ten was, like, the more serious version of what he should be doing. This is exactly what he should be doing. Just B-level action movies. Exactly. It's fine. Own it. Own it. It's fine. Exactly. Um. Okay. What's your, uh, what's your other one? Oh, bike, your bike riders and beekeeper, right? Yes, those are my two uh, honorable mentions to kick it off with. All right, Bike Riders is mine too, because like I know it's coming out, and I think it's for the best in process. And I think honestly, I think the Iron Claw should have punted too. Mm, probably, like it really yeah. feels like it would have been the best thing for it, because like Bike Riders was gonna get um, gonna get crowded out anyway. Um, yeah. With all you know, with all the twenty twenty three movies, and I think Iron Claw's getting squeezed out too when it feels like it shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right about that. Uh, Iron Claw is so good, by the way. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's a movie that it's people so are just jealous. gonna miss out on. Right, and it's gonna hit like um a show or no, it's gonna hit HBO Max in like May or June or whatever. And it's like by then, it's like oh, I remember, this movie was cool. I didn't even talk about Iron Claw. It's like mm -hmm. <laughs> we had you. I know a A twenty four has bigger fish to fry, but like I don't understand why. Just make this a 
either a Sundance premiere or a Cannes premiere. And then just like try it for 2024 because like the awards, um, you know, the awards race there is very, very unclear as as of this point. There's no, yeah. there's no Fableman's, there's no Flower Moon, there's no Oppenheimer, there's no nothing like that lurking that we know of right now. Yeah, if nothing else, they could have easily gotten Zac Efron in the conversation if they put this out a month or two earlier. Right, exactly. Him or even Holt McClaney, you know, like yeah, that. I guess seems like too. that would have those would have been the plays. Yeah. And yeah. So like, I don't understand why they didn't do that. I think they thought there was a commercial play there, but I think they uh, misfired and yeah, to the detriment of that movie, which is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get started. What's your number five? Number five, Mickey 17 coming Ooh, on. It's my number two. 29th. Is it really nice? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I have to admit, I haven't seen a lot of Bong Joon-ho uh, stuff i you know obviously parasite but i haven't seen uh much of his other films um mm. but this looks sounds i should say not looks because we haven't really seen much from it but mm. sounds just really really cool it sounds a lot like duncan jones moon um but mm. this is starring robert pattinson um also a, a I, great cast yeah and um no, I don't think it'll be more like Moon because it, there's a, a full cast around where Moon is just Sam Rockwell and um, you know uh, Frank Underwood on voiceover. But, sure. And I'm and I know it's probably and it seems more like a Michael or Michael like a Robert Pattinson playing multiple versions of of Mickey, hence like Mickey Seventeen. Like it, sure. And with his movies, there's always an out like a social allegory. So I'm wondering what this one is. Like yeah, if yeah. Uh, you know, parasites about like poverty. The host is about like environment, like environment and whatnot. Okja is about you know, uh, um, us eating meat. Yeah, stuff like that. I'm wondering what this one's going to be. But who else is in this cast? Uh, we also have Mark Ruffalo, Tony Collette, uh, Stephen Yun. Um, those were the three that I wrote down. But I I know it's like a stacked cast all around though. Um. And yeah, I mean, really the thing, the main thing, honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, it's getting Robert Pattinson back. Um, you know, he's been a very busy guy being the Batman for the last uh, few years. And we haven't had like a good, weird Robert Pattinson movie in a little while. You mean since Tenet? Uh, does Tenet count? I mean, it's weird, but it's still just a Nolan movie. I mean, I, I want something weird, weird. I want something I could sink, sink my teeth into. Well, I heard his performance in The Boy and the Heron is very weird. That is a good example. You're absolutely right. Um, that is a good example of weird uh, Pattinson. So I guess we're getting we're getting back to back good Pattinson. I don't think that I don't think Batman's really held him up that much because there's only been one of them, and he filmed it like you know basically during COVID, mostly during COVID. I, I feel like it's been a while. I, I don't know. I feel like it's been at least three years. Um, you know, 2020, like at least since then. Um, la last thing I could think of that was like what I want to see out of him. It, and it wasn't really a great movie, but um, what was that one in the South where he was like a preacher? Uh, he was just a supporting character. The called... devil all the time. The devil all the time. Yeah. That was 2020, I believe. Yeah. That's the last time I got like a good meaty, weird Pattinson that's what I want. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the lighthouse is 2019 and devil. Um, the devil that's was like I'm, 2020. Th that's what I'm looking for. Let's get some more lighthouse going. Okay. Yeah. No, that, no, that's good. I, I want to see him do weird. I want to see what bong does with like a full Hollywood system behind him. Cause this is a Warner brothers movie. And this was yeah. teased um, during the Batman. 
Like yeah. people kind of forget it was like a teaser. It's like, oh, 2024. That's weird. Like Bong's calling a shot now. And, yeah. you know, we get closer and like I was a little concerned. I thought it was going to be a strike movie because like I'm like, oh, well, there's no way like, they're not going to do anything. I would have expected a, tra- a teaser, another trailer by now, like with Aquaman or with Wonka or with well, not, uh, with Dune, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure. <laughs> like I thought that was going to be the play. And then there hasn't been anything. So yeah. I'm just like, huh, that's odd that there hasn't been any more marketing for this, but I'm super excited for it because I know very little about it, except that just it's this is Bong's blank check. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It should be uh, should be good and weird and can't wait for it. Me too. OK, well, my number five is Inside Out 2. Oh, OK. I mean, I you know, I got a stump for Pixar a little bit, but I'm very curious about this one because it's one thing to do a sequel to a, you know, a beloved movie. And it's another where it's a whole new creative team. This time it's all, it's an all female driven creative team, which was a criticism of the first one. So Pete doctor's handing the reins off and now they're adding a new, uh, because it's Riley's turning 13. So she's going to be experiencing new emotions. One of which is social anxiety voiced by Rachel, uh, um, Rachel Bloom. I believe it's is it Rachel Bloom. Who's like, hold on, let me look that up. But I'm curious how this is going to go. Because, you know, Pixar sequels can be very hit or miss, as we know. Sure. And especially with the bar as high as this one, because Inside Out 1 was A, an Oscar winner, and B, a, a mega hit, and also just a beloved movie. Sure. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Maya Hawk's social anxiety. My bad. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so and they haven't revealed who the other um, new emotions are going to be, um, but we... Um, but I'm just very curious to see how they do how they do it almost ten years later. And Pixar is also in a very interesting place. They are. That's like kind of the main thing here because uh, and it's not that their movies haven't been good. They've been great. They just haven't been doing very well. And uh, so yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see if you know. Obviously, we complain about sequels all the time and stuff, but like they need a hit. They really do. And so do. it'll be interesting I mean- to see. I know, like Elemental legally is a hit, but it wasn't. It doesn't have that perception on it, and right. a lot of people just didn't like it, which I find ridiculous. But whatever, I enjoyed it that movie a lot. Yeah, and I just, good. I'm really, I, and they get either. This is a reset the narrative kind of movie too. I'm like, another, I have another movie on this list that's also a reset the narrative. I want to see how they do it, uh, kind of thing. But mm-hmm. it's because and what's weird is like, yeah, you're right. The movies have been good. It's just like they get a mulligan for soul because it's 2020. We don't no one knew what they were doing. It's fine. But Luca onward, uh, you're like, well, what are we doing here? Like Luca should have been in theaters. Turning Red would have made bank in theaters. I can guarantee yeah. you. I can guarantee you. And then I mean, Lightyear was probably going to be whatever Lightyear was. And then but mm. that just created that just created a whole stink. Like the Disney yeah. Plus thing didn't work out for them. And now they're releasing all three of those movies in theaters. Yeah, I was just going to say, do you think that's going to work for them? Do you think people are going to go see that? Um, you know, it depends on the weekend, and I'm sure it'll do okay. Like, they won't put up, like, you know, opening weekend numbers because people have most likely seen it on Plus already. But, like, sure. I'm sure there'll be a decent turnout. Like, yeah. better than you'd think I th- for some of these. Yeah, I was thinking about maybe going to see Soul. We'll see. Oh, my God. Like, Soul on the big screen? Ooh, I can only imagine. Because yeah. <laughs> like, You've seen it, right? Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, like especially like the ending where he has his epiphany. Like, okay, that would have looked amazing on a gigantic screen. Yeah. Talk about the weird that I'm looking for. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think they'll do okay. Like they won't they won't open number one, but it'll probably be like top five and like just kind of chug along for a few weeks if there's nothing in, you know in, in the middle. Because I don't think there's a whole lot of kid stuff 
And then they punted right. Elio to 25. Mm-hmm. Which I'm curious about, but they, that won't be this year. Yeah, for sure. All right, what's show number four? Number four is Furiosa. Uh, that is also George, my number four. Is it? Nice, nice. Uh, May 24th, George Miller, of course. Um, I'm not the biggest Fury Road or Mad Max fan. Like, I well, don't get me wrong. Fury Road's awesome. Like, don't get me wrong. It's it's awesome. Uh, but I didn't like exact like I didn't go nuts for it like most people did, uh, even though it is it's freaking great. Um, but I was so in love with 3000 Years of Longing, which I know everybody did not really like very much. And so I am just in for whatever George Miller wants to do here. Um, I, I love Anya Taylor-Joy, so I think that she's a great pick to play a younger version of the Furiosa character. And Chris Hemsworth looks so great in this role, okay. this villain role. I think he looks so excitingly fun and like just crazy. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this character. So my big hobby horse in the la- from the 2010s, and it's a hill I'll never, I'll never, or, or yeah, it's a hill I'll die on until I end the end of time. Is that the American audience has failed Chris Hemsworth as a movie star? <laughs> Right. Because sure. people complain, oh, all he does is Thor. It's like, hey, you know what? The guys try to branch out a lot, and none of you showed up. Rush, mm-hmm. he's he's phenomenal in. Uh, Bad times at El Royale, he's phenomenal in. Ghostbusters, Vacation. Um, I mean, I didn't like In the Heart of the Sea, but he's really good in it. You know, he's put up a lot of like good performances outside of outside of Thor, and nobody went to go see them, which is why he's doing a lot of the stuff he does now. Black Hat. Not a movie again. Not a movie I'm a huge fan of, but like, hey, he tried working with Michael Mann. Like yeah, he tried doing yeah. the thing. People complain that Marvel people don't get to do, and what happened? People turned. People just turned a blind eye. Yeah, and that's why yeah. he's. That's why he's done the Thor so many times, and he'll probably be back for a fifth one. That's yeah. that's on you, American audiences. I, I blame. I blame. The, I, I blame squarely on you, the viewer. Yeah, and this yeah. is a good chance to reset the narrative again. You know. Yeah, he looks like he's having a ball. George Miller, it looks looks like the kind of director he absolutely needs to be working with. And yeah. George Miller's career is so fun to me. Because even though he's, uh, he can be considered on a tour, he's done a lot of sequels. Mm-hmm. Mad Max, Babe, and Happy Feet. And, you know, he's been wanting to do Furiosa forever. So this isn't the, oh, crap, 3,000 years of longing bomb I need to hit. This is something he right. really wants to do. He right, marches exactly. to the beat of his own drum. Like, he yeah. doesn't do Mad Max just because, oh, Oh, I need to go back to the well. It's like, I have an idea. I have an idea. And he said, this yeah. isn't going to be a chase movie like Fury Road. So I'm very curious how that's going to go. And I don't care if we know where it's going. I want to see, I just want to see him do some crazy action stuff, which is his big, which is his big trademark. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I completely agree. And also I might, might as well add, I, I know a lot of people online were bitching about the special effects. I think it looks great. Oh, I have a theory on that. Hmm. Like I really think people are just kind of mad that it exists on principle, even though they've been asking for it for ten years. Um, <laughs> they just can't. Because it's like, oh, cool. no, it's like, oh, well, I'm tired of all this IP CGI garbage, and like, fine, we've been inundated of that over the last ten years. But like, if this is George Miller. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, right. if there's one thing yeah. you can never complain about a George Miller movie, is that it's poorly made. Like, it's not. <laughs> no. he's, it's not a yeah. And by the way, like as for uh, all the, you know, all the praise here I've got for its practical effects, like there was a ton of CG in it too, obviously, like, don't be stupid. Like it's right, going to look totally. better by the time May rolls around. But I just think people are mad about it on principle. 
Not so much mm. the quality or anything. It's just a, we're tired of all these franchises that won't die. We want original stuff, even though we won't really go to see, go see it. You know, film Twitter BS. People don't know what they want. They don't know what they want. And even when they say, they say they do, it's like the public turns and they go, we'll see, and that's why we get sequels. Like, no, it's just what the people want. And even when sequels bomb, it's like it, nobody knows anything. Yeah. And I always trust George Miller. Like, never bet against George Miller. I know 3,000 Years of Longing didn't do well, but the people that like it love it. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I honestly haven't had a chance to see it. I, I think it's still streaming on Stars. Watch it. Watch it. I'd love to hear what you I think. Know of I, it. Want to, I know I want to. It's one of those I was super excited when I saw the trailer. And then, like, after it didn't do well at Cannes and WB just kind of buried it, I just, I, I lost track. And then my son was born around then. So I'm like, I really need, to, I really lost sight of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's your number three? Because I already did my number four. So uh, I guess I lied. I, I do have one that uh, doesn't have a date, although I'm sure it's going to be coming out. This one was delayed because of the SAG after strike, um, mm-hmm. but looked amazing. And I know some people saw it because it did have a festival premiere. Uh, it's A24's Problemista from uh, Julio oh. Torres. Which one's this? Um, this is this weird movie. I, I'm not quite sure what like story-wise what it's about, except for that it's about artists. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it looks like something that like Michelle Gondry would have made in like the mid two thousands. Oh, 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 I know this one. Okay. He's the SNL, yeah. guy. He's the SNL guy. I, you know, I think you're right. Yeah. I did. I didn't he realize did, that. I didn't write that he, down. He used to do shorts for SNL. He, I remember the, he did a bunch. The one I remember offhand is the Mons, is monsters with James Franco. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. There's a, he has a, bunch of, he has a bunch of those. He's like, everyone's like, Oh, these, this is like those Albert Brooks shorts or whatever, like or Schiller vision. These are like real things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. It just looks like so much, uh, personality and creativity and strangeness and just a, a, a fresh unique point of view this movie like not to be like a 24 fanboy nerd out here but like no. th- th- there was a moment like i four or five years ago or something where every time a new a24 trailer dropped it was like christmas it was like mm. oh my god here is this amazing breath of fresh air of a new film and i can't wait my whole life is leading up to when whatever this release date is and i haven't felt that in a while like they've put out some great movies but most of them have not been like oh i cannot wait to see that it's just like oh that looks good i'll see it when it comes out sure. when i saw this trailer probably around october ish i think well, yeah. maybe it was a little earlier than that. But when I saw the trailer, I was just like, this is exactly the feeling I used to get from these trailers from A24. And then, of course, it went and got delayed. So I, I'm sure that it's going to be coming out like in the first half of the year. It's just they haven't mm-hmm. set a date yet. Yeah, it seems like they might even premiere or not premiere because I already think it premiered either, it was either Venice or Toronto because I know it was one of I them. Followed, somebody I followed did see it. Uh, yeah. There were reactions coming out of it, but I don't remember which festival because they all run together. But this seems like the kind of movie that would play at South by. I thought so, too. I think that would be a perfect place for it to, like, reintroduce it or mm-hmm. something if they do uh, try to do something like that. It sounds like it relaunched itself, but it looks cool. And he he has a really unique voice. Like, if he watches, I think if his SNL shorts are, are on YouTube, I would check those out because, like, there's a real vision there. And yeah. I, it's like, I don't know what this is this person's going to be, but he's going to be something. Yeah, yeah, for sure can't wait all right 
my number three, it's just, it's more of a more, it's not morbid curiosity. I'm just, I want to know how they land this uh, and change the narrative of Deadpool three. Mm. I'm sure. It's one of those. I'm just, you know what, man, I'm very curious. Cause this is the first time in a long time. Marvel's ever been um, down this hard. Yeah. And sure. Like you would have, it's like the ending of a return of the Jedi as far as some Twitter is concerned. Um, so which is kind of, which is, I'm like, all right, like you've, you've been waiting for it forever. I know you're happy, but like, I'm very curious if Deadpool three can like, again, reset the narrative, give them the reboot they need for the, like, um, secret wars leading into X-Men and all that, then maybe they do write the ship or they don't. And this is really is all over. And these will just be not niche, but like lower tier blockbusters that they're, uh, that, um, that just come out like once a, once or twice a year and it's still fine. It just, the, the expectations and the level of uh, hold on the culture are gone, which isn't right. a bad thing, bad, a bad, bad place to be. It's, that's the natural cycle of things. I'm just very curious if they do, if the whole, like, here's what happens with the death of the, cause the whole thing's about the death of the Fox universe and him going through, you know, all the old X-Men, the fantastic fours and such. You know, like they have the Fox logo, yeah. like they have this, that picture of the, of the broken down Fox logo. So there's going to be a lot of that. So I'm like, okay. If they can really yeah. give it a hard R and let them just have uh, as much fun with it as possible and poke fun at stuff that didn't work, because I'm sure they are, then we'll see. Like, I'm, I want to see if they can get their mojo back. Yeah. No, absolutely. The thing that I'm worried about with this movie, it, because I love the first two Deadpools. Um, <laughs> wait, what was that? Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, the the the, th- the thing that I that I'm worried is that uh, it leans too hard on the whole Fox thing because, as a casual superhero fan, um, mm. I don't even know if I've seen all of the X Men movies. Like I, I saw I, most of them, but like it's the the MCU is what like the casuals like me who just kind of got mm-hmm. locked in came for. You know, um, so if 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 people like me aren't like going to feel like we have any clue what's going on because we don't know these characters, um, that might be a bit rough for it. I think the good news is Deadpool is the kind of thing where it'll like take that into consideration. Like you mean, I know like Famke Jansen will show up. Halle Berry will probably show up. Like you'll recognize them, mm-hmm. you know, and there'll be, there'll be jokes about it. Like, Oh, you're the other thing. No, not you. Like, you'll, like mm-hmm. if Michael Chiklis shows up and also like, to, uh, um, what's his face? Jamie Bell. Like if they do like the, that kind of thing, like they'll make fun of it and they'll treat, they'll understand that it's for the casuals. Yeah. Like this is yeah. a good, clean slate for casual people. Yeah. You know, I'm, I I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I guarantee you it's going to be, this is for the casuals. This is just going to be us having fun. The real highlight is, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman back together again. There's going to be jokes about the original X and origins, you know, Wade Wilson, of course. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, and also what's um, Matthew McFadden's in it, I believe, in some role. So I'm curious what that's going to be. Mm. Mm. You're going to get a Professor X. You're going to get a Magneto cameo, I'm sure. Like, it's going to be it's going to be an all star game. You don't need to know. My, like, you'll know surface level stuff and then Deadpool just joke about the rest of it. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And, you know, we're real movie fans. We don't root against anything. So uh, no. I'm hopeful. I'm I want it to be fun. Like Sean Levy, like fine. Like I get yeah. it. He and Ryan Reynolds are friends and I didn't understand. Like, <laughs> but okay, let's see what Sean Levy does with an R rated R rated action movie. That's mostly going to be written the day of I'm, I want to see, I'm curious. 
Yeah, for sure. Because I like the first two Deadpool. Let's see if they can bring this home and give uh, give the uh, MC the shot in the arm it needs. Definitely. Because this is gonna this is like their first big thing. If this doesn't work, then whatever they got planned for the X Men and the Fantastic Four ain't gonna matter. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna have to completely redo it all. Like, and they're already I'm having to redo you. their other big villain because they fired mm-hmm. him. Yeah, on Sunday. Oh, so yeah. that's so. This is like a, okay. Let's see it. Can you get your mojo back? I want to. I'm curious. All right. What's your number? What's your number two? All right. Number two is Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Oh my god, uh, that's my number two it, as well. Yeah, hell yeah, we're we're sympathetic. We have the same number one. I guarantee you, the cinema. <laughs> I wonder. We'll see. Uh, I, I have a feeling we don't actually, but we'll see. Oh. But um, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, May twenty fourth. Um, this is the very smart decision since Matt Reeves is not returning. Um, the the very smart decision, I think to basically continue the story just at a different time in, you know, mm-hmm. the future of this world. Um, yeah. 300 years. Uh, those three movies though, um, the, the previous trilogy are just inexplicably the best blockbusters of like the last decade. They're so good. And I really am just excited to see if they can continue that. It's going to be such a hard task. I don't know if West Ball is up for it. I've never actually seen the Maze Runner movies. Um, I but, the first two. My, my wife was into them. They're okay. Like they're they're solid. Yeah. The third one, I, I give a mulligan because I think that's the one with the accident. Okay. See, I don't, I don't even know anything about it, but oh, <laughs> all I all I know is they gave this guy the rain the the keys to the Legend of Zelda for uh, probably I don't know 2026 2027 I don't know when that's coming, I'm but sure. um that the fact that that's happening like especially makes me think somebody thinks this guy knows what he's doing, so hopefully and then actually the day that we're recording right now it was just mentioned I don't know who it was exactly that said this but. Uh, that Apocalypto is like uh, an inspiration for this movie. And that has me like super excited. Okay. Yeah. I'm, that's, that's a great choice. Uh, if you're yeah. going to pull from anything, pull from one of the low key best action movies of the, of the two thousands. Absolutely. Um, I mean, gee, I wonder why we don't talk about that movie more, but um, <laughs> yeah, see, I wonder. <laughs> now the first two maze runners are pretty solid actually like i remember i think we were watching them when my wife was pregnant with our first kid um because they were on hbo and they're pretty good um mm-hmm. like a, a solid understanding for action and world building like west ball has it the third one i don't know what happened there just i know logan lerma got hurt on a motor like doing a motorcycle stunt like it was like her oh, okay shut down. it was one of those mm-hmm. um but it's, i don't think that's his fault i don't i forget what else he's done but like those two i would look at and go okay like i could see what he would do with an apes movie and hey cgi apes can't get hurt so that's uh that helps that's true that is true no i i really the the first teaser was like okay there's something here this isn't just a cash grab and we're trying to like you know um leech off of what matt reeves did this looks like something holy like new like there's a world here you know it's not just a rehash of of stuff i'm very curious what this is going to turn out to be and if west ball can, can make it happen i'm all for it man yeah, absolutely. I, I really hope that uh, he he does something you know special that stands on its own two feet, but does continue to build off of Matt it's Reeves' trilogy. A trilogy. Yeah. Well, it's not really. I mean, hold on, Rupert Wyatt Erasure. You forget. 
He did, Matt Reeves didn't direct the first one. That's right. He did. He didn't do the first one, but yeah. Yeah. Tough beat for Rupert Wyatt, the forgotten player in that. In that, because uh, if that movie doesn't work, you don't get the Matt Reeves movies. That's true. Absolutely and, right. I mean that yeah. one. I mean that whole trilogy is a miracle, honestly. Because like, yeah. remember, I, I don't know if you remember, but like when I I remember seeing the first teaser for um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, I'm like, this looks stupid. Like Franco's <laughs> in an ape movie. Like the this ape is company property. I'm like, that's all right. What what are we doing here? And then everyone's yeah. like, no, this is actually good. And then I remember renting like, oh. Oh wow, this actually is pretty good. All right, mm-hmm. there's something here. We saw the Matt Reeves one, and like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just it was just each one was just more surprising than the last, and that doesn't happen mm-hmm. with trilogies ever. Like, no, they're all very consistent. Circus was was totally a game for everything, and you know all the humans of their part. Like Jason Clark was great. I mean, you're never gonna get a sequence in a blockbuster. I don't think like um, the uh, um, take a load off Annie scene in the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Like that's that's special. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What well, let's what's your number one? All right, number one, Godzilla X Kong: The New oh. Empire. Wow, I'm 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 surprised I didn't put this on my list because I love Godzilla, but like that trailer did not do it for me, and it's, it was one of those that like, raised a lot of concerns in me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I have it on my list because I love King Kong, not Godzilla, but uh, mm. Team Kong, Team Kong all the way. Uh, but I, I will admit the trailer didn't exactly spark a lot of, uh, you know, excitement in me. Like it, it, it's not the best trailer, except for that one shot of them running. That's awesome. But uh, I, I'm a little worried based on the trailer. But at the same time, Adam Wingard, who is somebody who I've never even seen his other movies, his uh, his horror films and like whatever else he had done that got him was Godzilla vs. Kong. Was What's he, that? No. Was he was he? Um, he's not the he's not the guest. That was um, I think it is the was, guest. Is it okay? Because I thought that was the one who did um, King of the Monsters, or is it the same? Or did he come back for it? Let's see. Adam Winger did. No, yeah, he did the guest. The guest in okay. your next. Yeah, there we so, go. And then the other which, guy, the guy who did King of the Monsters, did Krampus. Is, am I am I wrong on that? Sorry. That sounds that sounds right. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure though. Because Wingard also did Kong versus Godzilla, right? Right, right, and that that's why. Uh, so Michael Doherty, that's who did, uh, King of the Monsters. He did Trick or Treat and Krampus. So yeah. There we go. So, I knew. Okay. So that's right. I knew it was one of those there. guys. All right. Sorry. But yeah, Ad- Adam yeah. Winger though, uh, he proved that he gets why someone like me wants to see Godzilla and King Kong team up in a movie. Um, he gets what's inherently fun about these giant monsters, mm-hmm. just destroying everything and destroying each other. And we all knew going into Godzilla versus Kong uh, that, you know, they would eventually have to team up to fight a bigger threat. Like that was obviously where I, a versus movie was going to go. Sure. Now, now we're there. We're there. And now we can just, go insane from that point forward i hope it's just total batshit i think it will be um i i'm so excited like i said team kong all the way but uh if they're gonna work together sure i think the problem is i think the villain's gonna suck that's my only concern i'm like is it just like an evil version of kong or is that what we're doing we're just doing um king kong escapes which is what i don't (laughs) know if you've seen that have you seen king kong escapes a million years ago but yeah 
Yeah, where it ends up like okay, like the it's basically like King Kong versus Mega, like Mega Godzilla kind of thing. Like there's just a robot Kong he has to defeat. I'm like is that right. what we're doing? Again? Like give me something cool, man. Give me like Space Godzilla. Give me Gigan. Give me like I some mean, other threat. I it's just like I need a better villain. That's my only concern. Like these things are only uh, kind of live and die by their villains. Like King of the Monsters ruled because you got Ghidra, you got Rot and you had Rodan. Mm-hmm. See, you know? I and again, I'm as a Kong guy. Um, I want to see King Kong kick some ass. That's that's what I want to see. Skull Island rules. Don't get me wrong. I just like but Skull Island had some really cool monsters. I'm just yeah. worried this won't. I yeah. Well, I they're gonna be going back, you know, into the uh, you know the the inner Earth or the Hollow Earth or whatever. Oh. So it's gonna be just the, it's gonna be a whole Jurassic Park full of I, monsters, basically. Under good, under give me those. Earth. I just need to. It's like Skull Island. Once I knew, like we have multiple monsters. We have a spider. We have an octopus. We have bugs. We have a giant butter buffalo. We have this and that. Cool. They'll give me all, all be there. Show me, yeah. Show me the monsters. That's all. I, that's all I want to know. They'll and be there. I'm sure they, of it. Do you watch Monarch? I haven't. No, I I, oh. I want to. I do want to. Let me tell you this. It's it's so funny because like from the pilot, I'm like, oh, well, this is what Marvel should have been doing with their Disney Plus shows. Mm. Like this is it really it because like you get you get monsters every episode. They don't skip out on monsters, but like the story is actually pretty solid. Like it's a you know, it's a, not a scavenger hunt show, but kind of like a, we got to find our dad kind of thing. But Wyatt Russell playing the younger version of Kurt Russell is so, so good. Like they, because they go back and forth in time a lot. Yeah. And it didn't occur to me that the other main character is who John who grows up to be John Goodman. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. All right. All right. Because he's in the very beginning of the pilot. Um, like they, they take place during Skull Island, like the begin, very beginning of the pilot. I don't make yeah. enough time for uh, oh. enough TV, but I, oh. if, if I watch anything, it'll probably this do that. It's a pretty good show, man. Like they're all like actual episodes of television. Doesn't feel like a, you know, 10 episode movie. You yeah. get plenty of Godzilla. And like I said, the Wyatt Kurt Russell casting is so smart. Like it's nice. so well done. And you're just like, God, like it's like John David Washington. You're like, I can't believe you weren't created in a test tube. This is incredible. Because <laughs> yeah. like Wyatt's got the young Kurt Russell swag and like the voice is kind of there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, you know, they're related, but you're like, you believe it. Like it makes total sense. Like he's got he's got the Kurt Russell mannerisms down, and it's fantastic. And he looks good in like a fifties um, uh, army uniform. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, it's so fun. I promise you, it's worth your time. I think it's ten episodes, and this week is going to be episode seven. And All I'm right. really curious to see where it goes. Right on. All right. Well, my number one. I guess it shouldn't surprise you. We're going back to Arrakis, baby. Nah, uh, I figured. Yep. Well, I couldn't couldn't keep it off this list. Somebody had to say it. Dune Part Two. We were supposed to get it in November, and they just decided not to because they couldn't put Tim, uh, Timothy Chalamet and company out and out in force because the strike hadn't settled yet. So yeah, I mean, at least Timothy got to be around for Wonka and whatever. But um, I guess it was sort of smart because now they're like I don't know what they're competing or who's competing against them in any craft category next year at least. Right and poss- possibly best director. We'll see if Denny Villeneuve gets uh, gets um, uh, to level up there. But um, you know, look, they've shown a lot of trailers, and the one scene I'm like, this is all I wanted was them ri- all riding the sandworms. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wish they hadn't shown me that, but I'm like, oh, that's gonna look so cool. Yeah, like, they they had they had to prove that it's actually coming because the first one, uh, it, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, and I love Denny Villeneuve, but uh, it, it's it's a little slow. 
Um, so I know all the actions coming in the second half. So, yeah. And my only fear though, is if it does too well, cause like, like all right, they already wanted to do Messiah. And even though he said, Oh, I want to do that movie before then. I'm like, uh Oh, is this going to be your middle earth? Like, are mm. we going to in like five years be like, Jesus Christ, Denny, get out of a ruckus. Like we've had it with this. I'm worried. I'm worried. Cause he's a great, great filmmaker. Um, but I, I don't want just dunes for the rest of my life from him. But, I know. And uh, I know people say, Oh, I, I could see this. I could see this every three years. I'm like, you're not going to say that soon. We, you know, we do this every time. Like yeah. it's going to be fun for the first two or three. And then you're going to get real sick of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause especially yeah. there's still the TV show, uh, what she's going to do the pilot for allegedly. And if there's going to be like two or three more dunes, cause I think, God, I don't know if they're, cause I don't know that they're even finishing the first book with this one. I'm not sure. Hmm. I've only read Dune once and it was a long time ago. And that thing is like, you know, it's, like it's dense. I don't Have you ever read Dune? No, no. I did uh, watch the, the, the Lynch movie though. Oh, uh, a couple of years ago. <laughs> I, yeah. I actually, uh, I actually like that movie. I think it's fun. I know it's that's like I, I remember reading the book and just because I got recommended my co-host to read it and he's like he like about like quarter of the way through he's like I can't do this, <laughs> like I believe you that it's cool because I can't do this. This is a lot. It's a lot. Oh yeah. So I'm like, okay, well if they don't finish the book here, like if this isn't a def- isn't a definitive ending, that's gonna be a real problem. You know. Like if it's like, oh, well, yeah. we're going to lead up to part three. Like I can see the the bloom coming off the rose real quick with this, even though it's going to be visually stunning and all the actors are going to be super game. Like Austin Butler and Christopher Walken, I'm super pumped for. And, uh, you know, Florence Pugh, although I know her part's small. I'm just curious to see what everybody brings. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, great cast, of course. And I, I'll be there opening opening night. I can't wait. I hope I am. I really want to be. <laughs> Life is hard. Yeah. Um, all right. Were there any other movies that neither of us got to? Oh, there's 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 a bunch. There's a bunch. Uh, more more that I'm curious about. Um, mm-hmm. Things like Ballerina, the John Wick spinoff. Yeah. The Band of the that one. Yeah. Uh, Nosferatu. The, the that was Eggers on my list. Movie. That was on my. I just missed it. Wait, who's directing uh, Ballerina? Because that was the only one that I'm like. Mm. Isn't it? let les wiseman uh yeah that was the only that's what punted it off my list i'm like i can't do it i'm that's sorry scary. that's very scary um the fetty alvarez alien movie um i'm mm-hmm. interested to see what that is even though i really wish it was just ridley scott making the third part of the david trilogy but... that's what i'm rubbing up against even though like yeah. fetty alvarez on, on principle i'm just like yeah. you know what man like we I we've seen too many other we've seen other people try to do alien it just doesn't work I mean except for Cameron Cameron's yeah. the only person sure. like even Fincher will tell you it didn't work yeah although and I actually do I do like alien I know too, but, but you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean though yeah Eggers no uh, Nosferatu um yes please yeah come on Cameron. although although I will say I'm like it just occurred to me like isn't Willem Dafoe just doing Shadows of the Vampire again but then again I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, no, I I won't wouldn't complain one bit for any Willem Dafoe. No. Um, but yeah, those are the main three. There's others, but those are the main other three that I wanted to mention. Um, a couple that I wanted to, that I wanted to throw in there. I'm glad you mentioned Godzilla because I I had wanted to, but I'm like the trailer just didn't get it for me. It might it might later. Who knows? Uh, but the Fall Guy looks pretty cool with uh, Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that looks like a fun action movie. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm just going just scrolling through these just to make sure I didn't miss anybody. 
Um, Wicked Part One, I'm like a little interested in. I want to see how John Shu does this. The the two parter thing is kind of a a problem because I've seen the show, you know. Yeah. And if you're gonna edit it to find gravity, that's gonna be a real problem because it's one of those where it's like a front loaded show. And like I don't really know where, what the hook is to come back for that. Kill me. I don't. <laughs> we need. We need to. St- we need to stop this. The uh, the two parters up in advance. You know. I know. I'm like man, I know you're calling your shot, but like you can really do wicked in one movie. In like one yeah. two and a half movie, it's possible. I promise you. Especially because mm-hmm. again, the song's gonna fall off after the second half. Mm. Like, all the bangers are in the middle or in the beginning. Popular, wicked, the beginning song. You know. I mean, I do. I do think um, Cynthia Erivo is going to be fantastic. Um, Ariana Grande, I'm less enthused on, but you know, I could. I've been proven wrong before, and I can be proven wrong again. Sure. And I really like what John Chu did within the Heights. So, like, sure, yeah. that could be fun. But like, this can go off the rails real quick, and Universal can have um, exor- an Exorcist uh, believer size egg on their face. Yay! Yay! Yeah, I, I always forget how much they paid for the rights to that. <laughs> um, speaking of this, got about Gladiator Two. Uh huh. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. It's definitely, uh, I need to see a trailer, but I'm I'm listening. I'm not exactly on the Paul Mescal bus. Um, mm. I I, ha- I haven't loved the things that he's done so far, um, and it's obviously a movie that doesn't need a sequel unless it's that crazy Fever Dream sequel that had been you know, written years ago or whatever, but, uh, the, I, the Nick Cave one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I'd watch. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know that why this is happening, but I mean, it's Ridley Scott. I'll, I'll, I'll be there yeah. for anything he does. I so. mean, Denzel, the Denzel piece. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, what else have you seen Paul Mescal? Cause I've only actually seen him in after sun. Uh, that, and I, didn't, was, I haven't seen all of us strangers yet. I haven't seen that. Um, have I seen him in anything else yet? God, I guess that is the only other thing that I've seen him in. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I, did, I didn't get a chance to see. Oh, wait, he was in The Lost Daughter? I don't even remember him in that. Mm, me neither. I like that, but uh, I didn't remember him even being in it. So I'm curious to see what he does with like uh, with him in a big scale movie. Because, you know, mm-hmm. it's fun to be indie guy for a while, but I want to see what you can do when you have to be a movie star. Yeah. Um, let me see. Did I have any other major ones that I wanted to mention? You weren't going to mention Joker two, Joker Folia do. No, no. <laughs> the the wild horses couldn't drag me to that movie. I I know I I know part of me is curious just because it's going to be like okay, fine. He's going to be riffing off of New York, New York on this mm-hmm. one. Lady Gaga is going to be Harley Quinn, and like sure, I. I know there's going to be some some kind of reaction out of it, but I'm like I hated the first one. Mm. I, I like I, I liked it, but I just wish this wasn't happening. But I liked the first. Well, one. it made a billion dollars, and Joaquin won an Oscar, and it won per score. So and what? And Todd Phillips was up for best director. So like this was gonna happen, but like yeah. oh my god, like I just was one of those. I'm like okay, like this is the movie that was gonna cause riots. Like this is it. Just. It, <laughs> ridiculous like my brother-in-law really loves it i'm like okay dude like but have you seen king of comedy have you seen have you seen the taxi driver no okay i guess that's why you like it well they should uh they should use that reference and go watch taxi driver and the king of comedy see that's that's what we do on piecing it together with the puzzle pieces you know i try to get them to go and watch the uh the other ones oh, great that's a great segue by the way i, yeah, I thanks, thanks. It. 
<laughs> oh, I also forgot to mention Beetlejuice too. Um, just I wasn't gonna make my list. It was one of those I need to see a trailer, and even then, I'm not gonna be sold because I'm comedy sequels, especially after thirty after thirty or more years, or even twenty or more years, or actually even hell, ten more years. It's very hard to recapture that magic. And yeah, yeah. Tim Burton said he wants to go back. He's doing practical. He's working with puppets, which yay, because it seems like him wanting to go back to basics because he can't make it in the studio system anymore, or at least the way he wants to. So, all right. And I want to see if Keaton can still bring it, but like, I'm also just very concerned. Hmm. Yeah. I I'm more than anything. I'm frustrated that it's a real movie because um, I, I don't want all those people that shared fake Beetlejuice two posters for the last 20 years oh, to boy. actually be right after all this time. And that bugs me. Like those people were wrong. They were sharing fake crap. And now it's like, Oh no, it was real. It was real the whole time. And that, that bothers me. I know. I'm like, cool. Jenna Ortega. Good for her. Forget it. You know, for really being part of the Tim Burton um, repertory company now. Yeah. But I, I just, I want him to get his fastball back. And I don't know if this is the mechanism for that, but we'll see. I could, I could be wrong. Yeah. You know, I'll throw one other one in here and it's, it's not really like my kind of movie. I'm not the biggest uh, animated movie guy, but, um, Orion and the dark, uh, what is th this is actually written by Charlie Kaufman of all people. Um, oh, it, wow. it looks a little inside out ish as far as like, you know, the vibe of it. Um, it's got, uh, the voices of Jacob Tremblay, Paul Walter Hauser, and Werner Herzog. Um, sure. And it'll be on Netflix, I think, in February. And oh. I'm not sure who that's, directed it, but uh, Charlie Kaufman wrote it. That's slightly concerning, but then, I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, last time Charlie Kaufman made an animated movie, I dug it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Anomalisa is not exactly what I call rewatchable, but it's a good movie. <laughs> It's so depressing. I love it. Is it? Is it also stop? Or is it can be? Is it like CJ? Do we know? I think it's stop motion. I'm pretty sure. Okay. All right. You've got me back in. But I'm like the February release thing. I know Netflix doesn't care about that kind of thing. But like, I feel like if they had something, they would like make it a Toronto. Mm, yeah. Like like do what they did with like Pinocchio. Charlie Kaufman can't catch a break. All right. Well. Yeah, but that's his whole deal. Like, would he, would he honestly want to be successful? I don't think he does. I mean, <laughs> probably, not that he's not successful. You know what I mean? You know what I yeah. mean? Though. Oh yeah, I like, think he would agree. With, I think he'd agree with that. By the way, this is a co-production between Netflix and DreamWorks Animation. So mm, interesting. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm hoping. I'm, look, I always root for Charlie Kaufman. I wasn't a huge, a huge. Um, I think. What is it? I think this should end. Or I think we should. Uh, What's it called? Uh, I, I'm thinking of ending things. There we go. That was like that was okay, but like you know, I I dig his vibe. I get it. I'm not a misanthrope myself, but I understand it. Yeah. Like I I speak misanthrope, but I'm not one, as far as I know. <laughs> I'm still not sure. Ah, <laughs> all right. Well, looks like we got a pretty good list. I'm sure our list will change when we get to our um end or back end of the year um. Uh, episode in like august because then we'll scene stuff and we'll hear more stuff that's coming out because sundance is around the corner and south by and whatnot so i'm sure other stuff will bubble up uh, to the surface but uh Absolutely. why don't you plug your show man i love your show by the way 
Oh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, Piecing It Together is a podcast where we take a look at a new movie through the lens of what other movies might have inspired it. And uh, yeah, we've been going on six years now and an episode every week, sometimes twice a week, a lot of the times twice a week. Uh, but yeah, Chauncey's been on a bunch of times and we'll have a lot more episodes in the new year. Uh, you can find it at piecingpod.com. Follow us on social media at piecingpod. And uh, yeah. You got anything else to plug, like your music, maybe? Good idea, because uh, actually, yes, I am going to be in 2024. Speaking of uh, things to anticipate, uh, I'm doing a crazy, ridiculous, ambitious thing called uh, 24 for 2024, where on the first and third Friday of every month, I'm releasing a new single. It'll be available on Spotify, Apple Music, all the streaming services, uh, and these are all like full-fledged songs. None of them are like throwaways or like bonus tracks, anything like that. These are just songs that I just simply didn't have room for on any of my last few albums. And uh -huh. so I've just been like holding on to them and there was just no room. And now I finally came up with this stupid idea of a way to release them. And so there will be a constant stream of new music, really exciting stuff all through the year. Uh, you can find that. Uh, just search my name, David Rosen, on all of the streaming services, or my website is bydavidrosen.com. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for being on. I appreciate it. You have a wonderful holiday and a happy new year. Absolutely. You too, and thank you for having me back. Hi, this is Wax Tracks Records here on 2909 South Decatur. We buy all your old 45s, your old albums, any type of music memorabilia. Also, we sell music memorabilia, albums, CDs, and a lot. Come on down to Wax Tracks, 2909 South Decatur, or give me a call at 702-362-4300. Thank you very much. All right, so thank you for listening to that. Thank you to Chauncey for having me over there on LA Pod Financial to talk about our most anticipated movies of 2024. Like I said at the top of the episode, if you enjoyed that conversation, go follow LA Pod Financial. That's Chauncey's podcast. I was just a guest on that, but uh, we had a fun time talking about those movies, and I'm sure we'll get Chauncey back here on a regular piecing it together one of these days soon, and hopefully we'll do another look forward to some new movies somewhere around the middle of the year. We'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for listening. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces where I'm sure we'll be talking about a lot of these movies in the year to come. Uh, don't forget to check out our Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I post bonus and advanced content for Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, and my music career. And speaking of my music career, I think I gave my whole 24 for 2024 thing a plug during the conversation that I just inserted into this episode from LA Confidential. So this is kind of like an inception situation. It's like I'm, I'm plugging myself here in the outro and I plug myself in the episode that was inserted into this episode. But anyway, 24 for 2024. It's a new thing I'm doing on all of the streaming services where I'm releasing a new single uh, on the first and third Fridays of every month. And I just, at the time this came out, just put out The Cures, The Hanging Garden, a cover of that song. The second single 
will be coming out next week, but I'm going to play that for you right now. It is called Burn, and there will be a music video for this one, so keep an eye out for that. Hope you enjoy it, and we'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon. West Production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.